Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR.
the weather outside is frightful. Good evening, Ilta, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Either safe inside, or perhaps sledding in our fresh snow. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's lovely community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. Whether you're tuned into your crystal wireless, in your car, or other means of collecting the radio waves harvested fresh into your eardrums. We broadcast at 590 watts from unseen Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Gray, and across the Salish Sea, where our frequency jostles with our friends at CFUV over at the University of Victoria. And then east, past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in on channel 7,023, at least in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places, and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. On Facebook at CITR 1.9 FM. On Twitter at CITR Radio. Just double the R. On Instagram, CITR Radio. CITR Radio is a single word gets you access to many things. Primarily the websites and other ways to find out what's going on. But otherwise, CITR.ca has all our shows, our schedule, playlists, podcasts, and live streams. This is Exploding Head Movies. My name is Gak, and I'll be your sonic cupid for the next two hours. So watch out as the arrows get slung your way. I'm not feeling Randy, and Randy is disappointed. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live. Sequestered where you can, in safety from the onslaught of an actual winner. 604-822-2487, that spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Without that area code, do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since we are mixing everything live. We are researching things on the fly. And sometimes the brain just kind of goes off on its own direction at points as I talk, and somehow I gotta rein it all back in. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Questions, comments, requests, submissions related to the show? I'm all ears. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook, too. On Twitter, at 100air, and on Instagram, myopicman. As apparently I've decided to wear all my accents as quickly as possible. That's how it goes. So we're in week three of our annual Oscar preview as we count down to the 91st Academy Awards, which is now less than two weeks away. And as is our wants, we focus on the nominees and the categories tied to best original song and score. So for the past two weeks, we heard music from the films Black Klansman, RBG, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. So this week, we'll dig up two nominated Best Original Scores that I have profiled in separate shows last year. So expect this to be a condensed redux of sorts. 
since when they first came out, I elaborated more. So we got Ludwig Göransson's African-influenced score from the Marvel film Black Panther, which is up for various awards. But before that, we'll also have Alexander Desplat's Japanese-inspired soundtrack to Wes Anderson's most recent film, Isle of Dogs. Black Panther is also the source of one of the best original song nominees. So we'll hear from Kendrick Lamar and SZA shortly. And I'll also get to share with you a nominated song from the ballad Buster Scruggs. One thing, growing up, based on my time either in Colorado, where I picked up a drawl, my time in New York, where I picked up my Brooklyn East, everyone had pointed out that uh, there's no way on earth I'd pick up Texas Twang. But, somehow my friends who live in the South are like, oh, you're trying to sound like us. With all our peaches, peach trees, seosaka mint juleps. Nah, sound like I should be from Amarillo or Lubbock somehow now. No idea. I'm from Fargo territory if we're talking about some other Coen Brother films. That definitely don't sound like I'm from this province sometimes. As we've also done over the past few weeks, I'll dig up some of the music that I thought could have been nominated this year, but wasn't. So expect some music from 2018 films like Dumplin', Annihilation, 8th Grade, Summer of 84, and Dead Shack, some of which I have profiled in the past. And I will also give you your Shindig Season 35 winner. So, hopefully a fine weekend. Whether it was cold or windy or now, tons of powder. Hopefully you kept it safe. Say what you will about the cold that we're experiencing right now. It does not compare to what I saw in Whistler over the weekend where the Arctic outflow was outstanding. The vehicle I was driving engaged in some car curling. And yeah, half the lifts on the ski hill up there were running. But uh, a little cross-country action happened. And of course, the spa. Good time, so... Hopefully, you've been able to embrace the return or the actual arrival of the winter season. Can't gloat about not having the polar vortex that everyone out east had. It's us now. So it's Valentine's this Thursday, and we kicked off the show with Charlotte Gingsburg off of 2017's Rest. We heard Deadly Valentine. Along with singing, she does some acting. Most recently appeared in the 2018 film I Think We're Alone Now. And uh, since Rest has put out an EP called Take Two. came out in December before Christmas, includes three new songs and a Kanye West cover. And Gainsbourg does have four tour dates in the U.S. this April, San Francisco being the closest on the 15th. That's tax day for you Americans. And in the background, we got some old Pender Street Steppers, and off a 2014 12-inch called Open It Up, this is M Flight. Pender Street Steppers play in town this Valentine's Day, Thursday, February 14th. The Pacific Rhythm and Fortune Sound Club present them at the club. They are playing an open close set, open to close set, starting at 10 p.m. and at 1.30 a.m. It is just the Street Steppers. Tickets available by Ticket Web starting at $20 with the appropriate service fees. It is a 19 and older show. And also playing in town this week is this act we're about to hear next. Eve's Tumor, the enigmatic multi-instrumentalist and producer. He 
He's in town Saturday, February 16th with a live set down at Celebrities Underground along with DJ Vendetta of the Newsy Collective. UV and Blueprint present Eve Tumor. Tickets available by Ticket Web starting at $25 plus the service fees. 19 and older show, too. From Eve Tumor's most recent album, 2018, Safe in the Hands of Love. This is all the love we have now. You are now listening to Exploding Heavies. Live at the realms of Studio A of that loving little station that you know as CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Gotamela on your own.
Hey, did you know? More than 4,500 Canadians are waiting for an organ transplant right now. Right now. 4,500. People are dying. And you could save a life. 90% of Canadians say they're willing to donate their organs. But only a few are registered. So what are you waiting for? Get registered. It's easy and it's free. Leave a legacy. Be a hero. Save, save a life. life. Find out how to register today. Go to kidney.ca. Here is your shindig winner.
Back in October, we started off with 27 bands in the CITR's Shindig. Once Christmas came along, the 27 became 9. The semifinals happened all throughout January. And this past Friday, the Shindig finals happened. And there was your Shindig Series 35 winner, Girls Nails. Off of their 2018 summer demos, that was Train on Mars. Surrey Quartet of what they call themselves as Dweebrock, Laura Kim, Michael Robertson, Quinn Fortin, and Jackson Bell. They wowed the judges, and they took home the prize. They will get some recording time, a Discorder interview, some live appearances, media exposure, a little bit of training on that side, and then so much more. So congratulations to them and other finalists, Sleepy Gonzalez, Russian Tim, and Pavel Burez. And Girls Nails do have a show already coming up. They play with Mien's, I.O., Parasitic Twin, and Cortico, Saturday, March 2nd, at the Toast Collective. The future, Lower Mainland Music, comes every year at Shindig. So thanks for everyone who came out to Pat's Pub, or as it's known now, the Hastings Mill Brewing Company. To see you, season 36. Once we get back to some autumn weather, so we have to get some winter first. Behind me from Calgary, those are the Ramblin' Ambassadors, and off 2008's Vista Cruiser Country, Country Squire, a vehicle I've looked into because I think it is a Woody Wagon. This is the Camino Riel. There's no updates on guitarist Brent Cooper's last remaining missing instrument after a theft lasts fall. He's managed to recover some of what was taken, but still one outlier. Hopefully he's able to find that soon. We'll head over to Hull, Quebec, or perhaps Agatinon, for a Scattered Clouds, an experimental band that underscores our fictional narratives with brooding rhythm, cavernous vocals, and precise noise. They cite influences like Bangalese, Tangerine Dream, along with Suicide and Sons. And this track was posted on their band camp last June. A minimalist and abstract interpretation of the abuse of power rampant in the police force. Your scattered clouds with justice. I will follow up with another political band.
everyone, this is Nicole from UBC Heart and Stroke Foundation Club. Here at HSF, we aim to promote health and wellness, provide financial and volunteer support for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of BC and Yukon, and foster interest in cardiovascular disease research. If you want to be part of an amazing community of heart drops, learn more at www.ubchsf.com.
Yolks. Not the restaurant with all the eggs, but a humble but pol political local trio past CIT or connections. Erica, Nelly, and Eleanor. Off of 2016's Our Other Songs, that was Yokes with Responsibility. Under the background here from New York, this is Shermanis on the 2018 self-titled release. This is Notice Tolians. And if you haven't heard of Notice Tolans before, it's a phrase that refers to the realization that the plot of your life doesn't make sense to you anymore. Now, although you thought that you were following the arc of the story, aren't. You keep finding yourself immersed in passages you don't understand. Isn't that life? Isn't that great? Ah, no. Sometimes we're lost. Those are the times when we're sort of preparing ourselves for what happens next. One thing that will be happening very soon, not exactly next but it is now math in head 17 days away it's the return of the CITR fun drive marking a double ruby jubilee since uh, 2018 marked our 80th anniversary on air of course we've been on the FM dial since 1982 via various electric means throughout campus since the 60s but just think We've been on the internet now for a long time. Well over 20 years since I remember discovering CITR through a website when I was living in Denver. This podcasting has been around for about 13 years here. All the wonderful stuff. So our theme is to make milestones. So the goal will be $40,000. You can actually donate already. If you go to CITR.ca slash donate. Remember to pick a show that you like and would like to donate to. And there's some new options this year in that you can actually pay monthly instead of a lump sum. But I think uh, tax returns are not part of the equation anymore. Alas, we're doing things independently from the AMS Fundraising Society, so we're doing it our way. That's how CITR rolls. So February 28th, we kick things off at noon. But there also will be a party that evening here in the Student Nest on the second floor at the Hatch Art Gallery. 6.30 p.m. You can get tickets in advance at noon leading up to it for $5, but otherwise at the door it's 5 to $10. Performances, raffles, exciting stuff. Fun Drive 2019 starting February 28th. We're going to March 8th. And there'll be a finale party at the Redgate Art Society. So stay tuned over the next few weeks. We'll build up the excitement, so start saving your nickels and your dimes and the other currency that you carry. OneDrive 2019 is coming soon. My name's Gak, this is Exploding Hemus here on CITR 11.9 FM, and let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week before going to our next bit of music. And as new releases go, we've been catching trailers for this Alita Battle Angel, scored by Junkie XL, otherwise known as Tom Holkenborg. Also did the music for Mad Max Fury Road. That soundtrack's coming out through Milan Records. Review to go video game fans Far Cry New Dawn is scored by Tyler Bates and John Sweetheart and that's coming out through Ubisoft Vic Sharma scores Fighting With My Family and that's going out through Island and Republic Records otherwise isn't it romantic appropriate for Valentine's Day later this week that's scored by John Debney and that's coming out through Water 
tower music. Otherwise, Michel Legrand, the great French composer who recently died, his score to The Other Side of the Wind, the long last Orson Welles film, it is coming out through La La Land Records this week. And yeah, expect a tribute to Legrand after Oscar season and Fun Drive. Otherwise, Teddy Blass did the music for T Air is Human. That's coming out through Q Storm Music. As re-releases go, it is the 20th anniversary of Terrence Malick's The Thin Red Line. There's an expanded limited edition of 3,500 units of the score by Hans Zimmer, John Powell, along with various artists coming out through La La Land Records. And if you're big into the 50 Shades of Colors, the music of 50 Shades, complete soundtrack collection with featuring Danny Elfman and various artists is coming out through you. Not you, perhaps you, not me. I leave it to you to figure that out. Exercise for the listener. The Sandio Ego next. Her name is Ellie, quality producer in a hip hop vein. Latest release is 2018's Honey and Hot Sauce EP. We'll go back to 2015 with this single, which features William Bolton on the mic. Here's Ellie with Sweet Love.
FM Vancouver Reloaded, playing your favorite tunes and mouth-humping your ear holes full of voice talk. Yeah, we do that. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. With the lead single off his 1977 album, Low, that was David Bowie with Sound and Vision. Still seems wrong that he left our plane of existence over three years ago. The musicians that he played with do feel the same way. I bring that up because there is a Bowie alumni tour that is already underway. 
featuring Mike Garson, along with fellow key alumni musicians of David Bowie's bands over the years like Earl Slick, Mark Platty, Charlie Sexton, Carmine Rojas, along with uh, vocalists like Gaby Moreno, Bernard Fowler, Corey Glover, amongst others, and then drummer Lee John. Quickly scanning through the musicians who played on Sound on Vision, doesn't look like any of them there. But you think about how Bowie had toured up until the 2010s with a band that he had for quite some time. So it's a Bowie celebration. It's Saturday, February 16th at the Commodore. Doors at 8, show at 9.30. Tickets start at $68. It's available through Ticketmaster. And bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. I've been hoping to play Sound and Vision for quite some time. Somehow managed to fit in this week. Appropriate. So we can see some of the people who worked with Bowie. And hear them again. Behind me, this is Light Blending In. And off the 2018 release, Last Word. This is Different Ideas. We're going to head over to New Zealand next. And uh, this artist is someone that uh, I was exposed to a couple years ago. And there was hopes that she'd actually come into town a couple times as part of touring, but twice denied. So we might have to wait a little bit longer until a new release. It's Aldous Harding and... Uh, she grew up with folk roots, as both parents of hers were folk musicians in God's own. But the intensity that she brings harkens to something a little bit more mm, primordial in a way. It was like elements of PJ Harvey, Nick Cave throughout here. Quality musicianship, inventive songwriting, and definitely guises with all the vocals that she's able to do. Most recent release came out in 2017. I didn't write that down, but it was called Party. But we'll go off something off the 2014 self-release that she had done, which was re-released in 2016 through Flying Nun. Here's Aldous Harding with Stop Your Tears. We'll continue on with a little bit of folk as we slowly start getting into our Oscar profile proper. This is Exploding Head Movies. I'm Gak. i 
Do you recognize the song playing in the background? plays every hour on the hour as part of our flagship station ID. If you do recognize this song, chances are less than 1 in 12 that you have donated to CITR. That means 11 out of 12 of our regular listeners are getting our content for free. So naturally, we called local businesses to see if we could get that kind of a deal. Here's how things went when we called Duffin's Donuts. Hello, Duffin's Donuts. Hi, um, I was wondering if I can get 12 pupusas, but just pay for one of them. Like, do we, do if, we owe you? No, you you don't owe me. Just I was just seeing if like that was a deal I could make. Really? Yes. Okay. Maybe in 20 years? In 20 years? Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. Um, I was hoping for it now, years? though. But no, 20 years later. 20 I, years. I yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll I'll try in 20 years. You can show your support right now on your mobile device or computer by heading to citr.ca slash donate or in person and over the phone during our annual fundraising week, February 28th to March 7th. Donate to keep CITR weird.
Broadcasting from unseen Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus. This is CITR 101.9 FM online, www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. And what we just heard from Toronto, there was some time in Alberta and Tennessee in there, Lindy Ortega. Her most recent album, Liberty, which came out last year. That was Nothing's Impossible. I'm going to qualify latest in that there is now a piano songbook version of Liberty now available. It came out just last month. It's new solo arrangements done in Nashville. Ortega had indicated to Exclaim Magazine that she didn't feel like she was quite done with Liberty. She didn't want to write a full sequel, but felt like something else was needed. And this seemed like a logical next step to take. For those of you in Southern Ontario, she has some dates with Tara Lightfoot and Begonia as part of the Longest Road Show Tour. In the background, this is Ramsai off of their most recent release, which is Fobiza Volume 3, Amor Fati. This is Yashaki. Ramsey's the alias of Phoebe Guillemot, originally from Canada, has gone to Germany. And she has a new project with Priori called Jumanji. So definitely have to dig up what's that's available. I've only heard preview tracks so far on SoundCloud. Could we time that with a Jumanji profile? Either going back to the 90s original film or the last year's crazy remake. Who knows? Exploding Head Movies is chock full of ideas. It's time to get in our Oscar profile. This is our third part of four. Although I kind of want to say this is three and four because we're mashing in a whole bunch of stuff together. So for next hour, things are going to get compact and dense. So last week we heard uh, one of the original songs. So the past two weeks we've heard uh, music from RBG, which was the song I'll Fight. And then from A Star Is Born, we heard Shallow. Ladder of which won a BAFTA last night. That's the British, uh, oh my gosh, Academy of Film and Television Arts. They don't have best song and score. They have best original music. So Star Is Born is already ranking pretty well. But uh, we're going to listen to at least the third song and eventually the fourth. But we'll do things in isolation because this is all going to be messed up. And sometimes I know what I'm doing, but... At the very least, once this song came out, I had hoped it would get nominated. So this is the one that uh, I'm most proud of. It's off of the Coen Brothers' most recent film, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, directed and written by Ethan and Joel Coen. The brothers themselves have won seven Oscars over their career, two for Fargo, four for No Country for Old Men, and one for the production of Bridges Spies. It is a Western anthology with six stories, some of which written by Ethan and Joel over the years, but there is also some additional adaptation of some short stories that appeared in 19th century America. 
Battle of Buster Scruggs stars Liam Neeson, James Franco, Brendan Gleeson, Zoe Kazan, Tyne Daly, Harry Melling, and Tom Waits. Netflix basically funded it, but it did make a screen debut to sort of get that Academy Award attention. It is part of the nomination process. Next week, I'll indicate some things that did not qualify at all. But, yes, originally supposed to be a TV series. It did premiere at the Venice International Film Festival last year. It won for Best Screenplay. And The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is uh, up for three Oscars in total. Best Adapted Screenplay by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Based on the short stories of All Gold Canyon by Jack London, The Gal Who Battled by Stuart Edward White, and as I said, some short stories by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Best Costume Design by Mary Zofris, and then Best Original Song. Music and lyrics for this song are by David Rollins and Gillian Welch. They've worked together for quite some time as musical partners, and this marks their first Oscar nomination. They also wrote the song Carefree Drifter from the film. And Welch has worked with the Cohen brothers in the past, Helping out with 2000's Assumptuous Oh Brother, Where Out Thou. This song is sung by the actor Tim Blake Nelson as the friendly and lethal sharpshooter Buster Scruggs. And get my twang and my drawls all mixed up here. But we also hear Willie Watson from the band The Old Crow Medicine Show as the kid. And this is from the cartoony first segment, which gives the ballad of Buster Scruggs the anthology its name. This will be... The Oscar nominated when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. We're going to follow up with another country song that I thought could have been nominated. It did get a Golden Globe nod. But yeah, let's get the Scruggs here. Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster gun coming over yonder. When tomorrow comes Let me tell you, buddy And it won't be long Till you find yourself singing Your last cowboy song If the When the round up ends If the Pull the boots from my feet Unsaddle my pony She'll be itching to roam I'll be halfway to heaven Under horsepower of my own Yippee-ki-yay, he shouts and he sings. 
trades his spurs for wings. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. Hello, Vancouver. This is Carolyn Mark. You're listening to CITR 101.9 on your FM dial.
It's always great to hear a voice. Dolly Parton. From the soundtrack to the film Dumplin', we heard Girl in the Movies. Girl in the Movies was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Original Song, but it lost to Shallow from A Star is Born, which we heard last week here on Exploding Head Movies as part of our Oscar profile. Dumplin' is directed by Ann Fletcher, best known for movies like 27 Dresses and The Proposal. Written by Kristen Hahn, based on Julie Murphy's book of the same name. And it stars Jennifer Aniston, Danielle McDonald, Noida Rush. And of course, Dolly Parton provides a bit of a through line for him, as the characters all love her. Can't blame him. And Parton wrote a lot of music for the film. If you don't know about Dolly Parton, she's been songwriting for 60 years. Album debut over 50 years ago, sometime with Porter Wagner, but went solo. Came a crossover hit with Country to Pop on Her Own, and she's written over 3,000 songs. So, bear that in mind. She is your queen. She's been nominated for two Oscars before. Typed the music from the film 9 to 5, traveling through. But yeah. Nothing for Dumplin', at least this time around. Behind me, this is Vancouver producer Connecticut. Although you put an underscore after connect. Connect E cuts. And off the 2017 release. The 2017 release, not the 2017 release. Rage Coma. This is Chess Baby. We will have another original song nominee later on in the show. Kind of wanted the space I'm a little part a little bit just for sonic perspectives but it also ties into some other music I want to share so we'll get into that later but we'll take care of our third and fourth nominated scores here and it ties into some movies we've already profiled in 2018 if you missed uh, the past couple weeks last week we did uh, Nicholas Bertel's music from If Beale Street Could Talk and then two weeks ago Terrence Blanchard his music from Spike Lee's Black Klansman. So next up here, Alexandra Desplat and his music from Isle of Dogs. I always have to say dogs like that, not dogs or dags. Dogs is why you say it in New York. Isle of Dogs. Do you love dogs? At the Isle of Dogs, you can love dogs. Close at hand. Isle of Dogs, directed by Wes Anderson, another stop-motion picture similar to Fantastic Mr. Fox, set in a dystopic near-future Japan where canine flu has forced all the dogs in that city into a banished trash island. A boy goes out to seek his dog amongst that as a conspiracy is uncovered to figure out why there were eggs out there in the first place. If you go back to April 2018 and look up Exploding Hit Movie episode 405, and you can listen to more music from Isle of Dogs, along with a little bit of a synopsis of how things work. 
But the main thing I'll point out with the Splat is that uh, they took a lot of the influence of what we associate with Japanese music, like taiko drums and uh, some additional s instruments there, but mix it a little bit with some saxophones, some recorders, French horns, of course, some male singers, and some walking bass along there, too. So a little bit of jazzy influences there. Definitely kind of a panoply of styles. Uh, Display has won two Oscars for his music before, working with Anderson for the Grand Budapest Hotel several years ago, and then last year, The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Here are three cues I did not share with you before. From his Oscar-nominated score to Isle of Dogs, here's Alexander Desplat with parts one, two, and three of re-election night. Exploding head movies deep into Academy Awards season. Yes! Whoa, 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 whoa.
So from his Oscar-nominated score to Isle of Dogs, Alexander Desplat there, with parts one through three of Re-Election Night, showing a mixture of styles with the relentless ticking of the Tycho drums. Then we heard the drums by themselves there with Toshiro, before a whole bunch of elements collided there together with a pagoda slide. Isle of Dogs is uh, nominated in one other category for the upcoming 91st Academy Awards. It's for Best Animated Feature Film. With Wes Anderson, Scott Rudin, Stephen Rails, and Jeremy Dawson. It's up against Incredibles 2. And as your fun drive teaser, expect some incredible music once March rolls along. Other films that are nominated for Best Animated Feature include Mirai. Ralph Breaks the Internet, and uh, another film that's been doing quite well on the animation side of things, and it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Alexander Desplat's score was nominated for a Golden Globe and a BAFTA. It did not win. Desplat has been busy in 2018 otherwise. He worked on scores to Operation Finale, The Sisters Brothers, and Kursk, and he's set to work this year on the Secret Life of Pets 2. In an interview with Deadline, Desplat indicated that his score for Isle of Dogs definitely played to the darker end of the musical register. And the main thing that jumps out is despite all the sort of dark music there, it's still very playful. And Desplat definitely has a master element to coming up with melodies and then coming up with variations on them. But I always love how the bass always just seems to sort of like lump along like that is working. Yeah. Quality stuff. Always look forward to display. And yes, as I mentioned before, he's won two Oscars before for music from the Grand Budapest Hotel. And then last year's The Shape of Water. In the background, this is Toronto's Do Make Say Think and off 2017's Stubborn Persistent Illusions. This is Bound... This helps us segue into our fourth Best Original Score nominee. Something that we profiled back in March last year for episode 400 of Exploding Head Movies. It's going to be Black Panther. Ryan Coogler directed this movie as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The first of what's now been a 10-year series pushing 11 now. It's garnered some major award attention. And the story is set in the fictional country of Wakanda, as a sheltered nation faces external attention when an outsider threatens the throne. The score for Black Panther is done by the Swedish composer Ludwig Göransson, and he's worked with Ryan Coogler ever since their time at USC Film School. So he's worked on Fruitvale Station, the last Rocky movie, the sequels tied to Creed, Apollo Creed's son. And yes, Black Panther itself. Goransson's also worked with Childish Gambino based on a time that they had on the TV series Community. And uh, Goransson's been the producer for Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, for most of his studio work, including last year's acclaimed This Is America, which won four Grammys last night. Record of the Year, Song of the Year, first hip-hop song to do so. Best rap song performance, and justifiably the best music video. 
Gunnarsson has already won a Grammy yesterday for his Black Panther work. The best score soundtrack visual media. If you want the quick Grammy recap from yesterday, tied to film, yeah, we're going to run out of music here. So we'll just start fading this out here. Best music film is the Quincy Jones documentary known as Quincy. And we actually heard a song off the Netflix documentary last week. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media from the film The Greatest Showman. Uh, best arrangement, instruments and vocals. The Spider-Man theme from Inspi Inside the Spider-Verse instead of Inspider the Inside-Verse. I really have to work on the words that sound the same. Inside the Spider-Verse. Best instrumental composition is Terrence Blanchard from Black Klansman, Blutz und Boden, Blood and Soil. Didn't profile that when I looked at Black Klansman two weeks ago. Maybe I will prepare that cue for our Oscar win, depending what happens. And no surprise at all, best song written for visual media, Shallow from a Star is Born. So let's go to Wakanda again from his Oscar-nominated scores of Black Panther. There's a few cues I didn't share with you last time from last March. Ludwig Göransson will start off with Warrior Falls.
from his Oscar-nominated soundtrack to Black Panther. We had Ludwig Göransson with Warrior Falls. And then the strings came in with the drums with Killmonger versus Takala. And behind me, this is the Great Mound Battle. Göransson traveled to Senegal in West Africa for a couple months, recording with different musicians there. And he was drawn to the talking drum, which uh, was the first type of communication device in that each village built itself around a circle where the talking drum player would play and the other villages could hear the rhythm there and react that way. So the talking drum is associated with Takala's main sound. Takala becoming the king of Wakanda during the film. Black Panther was a raging success, one of the biggest films of 2018. A sequel, of course, is in the works since it fits in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Black Panther made its debut in the MCU during uh, Captain America Civil War, which effectively was an Avengers film based on how many people showed up. It did appear also in Infinity War. A lot of things happened in Wakanda then, as well as Earth. Gurdson had a busy 2018, so along with Black Panther, he worked on the Death Wish remake, Lincoln Loud Volume 2, Slice, the horror film with Chance the Rapper, Venom, and he worked with director Coogler again. Make sure I get the name right, because I've been screwing this up. Ryan Coogler for Creed 2. Gurdson's 2019 right now features... A Star Wars? Yes, he's working on the Mandalorian TV series spearheaded by Jon Favreau. Looking at the world of Boba Fett. Going back to the Oscars, Black Panther is nominated in six other categories, so along with Best Original Score, it's up for Best Picture. Prize for Kevin Feige, who's been spearheading all the Marvel movies since Iron Man. Best Costume Design by Ruth E. Carter. Best Design, Production, Hannah Brick, Beechler. Set, Jay Hart. Best Sound Editing by Benjamin A. Burt and Steve Boddicker. Boddicker helps out with Best Sound Mixing along with Peter Devlin and Brandon Proctor. But finally, the other category that Black Panther is in, which is our fourth, fourth Best Original Song nominee. And Kendrick Lamar had strong ties to the Black Panther sound. And at the time when we did Profile the movie, we heard some of the music not only Gurrenson's score, we heard music that featured Schoolboy Q, Khalid, Vince Staples, Absol, Anderson Pack, James Blake, and that's going to come up a little bit later as well, too. The Weeknd, Bad, Bad, Not Good. Gurrenson actually helped out with one of the songs, too, but the one we're going to listen to, as you probably heard it on other stations as well, too, Jam. All the Stars, music by Mark Spears, Kendrick Lamar, Duckworth, and Anthony Tiffith. Lyrics by Kendrick Lamar, Duckworth, Anthony Tiffith, and Solana Rowe. It was up for four nominations at last night's Grammys. Lamar did win one last night for another song off Black Panther. That's King's Dead. Oh, man. Almost got through all that. King's Dead by J-Rock, Future, and James Blake. So at this point, Kendrick Lamar has 13 Grammys now. And this song was also nominated for a Golden Globe. So here's Kendrick Lamar and SZA, S-Z-A. You know what we're getting into. 
all the stars. We'll follow up with a song that appeared on the Black Panther trailer. Radio, this is Riff Raff. 
every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and that rock with the best, 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Wells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, right? Yo, it's I Am Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CITR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. What? Hear what I say, we are the business today, fuck shit is finished today, RT and J, we the new PB and J, we dropped the classic today, we did a tablet of asses today, the joints with the matches and ashes away, we dash away, Donna and Dixon, the pistol is blasting away, doctors of death, filling our patients to breath, we are the pain you can trust, dropping it work. Up curses and slurs, smoking my brain in the mush. I became famous for blaming you, fuck. Naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bra. Live like a man, but I'm animal bra. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have power to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch.
That song originally appeared on the RTJ3 album, but also appeared as the teaser in 2017 for what would be Black Panther. Run the jewels with Legend Has It. Killer Mike LP are working on RTJ4 as we speak right now. Only other recent news was that LP was asked to help out with Blade Runner 2049. I still need to dig up that sample they did with all the original synths. Oh, it sounded so good. And before that, we heard the fourth of Best Original Song nominees, Kendrick Lamar and SZA with All the Stars. In the background, this is Ben Salisbury and Jeff Barrow. From their score to last year's Annihilation, this is the alternative version of the end credits. We profiled Alex Garland's sci-fi film adaptation regarding the discovery of an alien zone in Florida that soldiers go into and things get weird. Uh, we did a profile on Exploding Heavens back in July. Annihilation was part of the shortlist for the best original scores, but did not make the final list. And as recent news goes, Jeff Barrow found out that Little Pump sampled the cue The Alien from Annihilation for his song Racks on Racks, and Barrow was pissed. He's angry at a deeply sexist song. He legally sampled their music as proud fathers of little daughters. So... Barrow's best known as being one-third of Portishead, but his most recent work has been tied to the Bristol Kraut Rock Act Beak. Now we'll get into some other potential nominees that didn't make the cut. Uh, we might run a little extra here, because uh, Gavin's not able to make it based on the weather. So the jazz show, I'm going to queue up a past episode. But uh, let's get into some music. And this one, I'm surprised that the score wasn't nominated, but maybe due to a little bit of backlash despite the whiplash and all that. First Man, based on the biography of Neil Armstrong, leading, dealing with the lead-up to the Apollo 11 mission where the first men on the moon walked almost 50 years ago. So expect a proper profile for the anniversary in July. The Man on the Moon. First Man was directed by Daniel Chazelle, known for La La Land and Whiplash, and it was scored by longtime collaborator Justin Hurwitz, who won for music from La La Land. First Man is up for four Oscar nominations, all technical, best production design, best sound editing, best sound mixing, and best visual effects. And Hurwitz used a 94-piece orchestra for the score with instruments that include electric theremin, Moog synthesizer, Leslie speakers, and Echoplex. So here's one of the cues from First Man, John Hurwitz, with the multi-axis trainer. Thank you. 
All right, we heard four cues from films that uh, did not get any music, be it song or score nominations in the Academy Awards, but stuff definitely highlighting. So we start off with Justin Hurwitz with the multi-axis trainer from his score to First Man. And then from First Man, we went to eighth grade. We heard Anna Meredith with Red, Blue, Green. It Green, uh, directed by Bo Burnham, the comedian, making his film debut from behind the camera. About the last week in the school year of a social outcast girl who tries to fit in. It's garnered some award attention, but no Oscars this time around. Then we heard from Montreal, Lamatos, and from their score to Summer of 84, we heard Dusty Shirt. And then we heard Humans. From the score to one half of them, Peter Rick's film debut, Dead Shack, we heard The Dead. Humans play a show with guests New Balance, Mr. Malone, DJ DD of Pacific Rhythm at Celebrities Nightclub this Friday, February 15th. As they bring their new album, Going Late, to Stereotype Fridays. Tickets are available through TicketWeb or Red Cat on Main, Red Cat on Hastings, Zulu, or Neptune for starting at $26 or so. Please bear in mind, it's a 19 and older show, presented by Blueprint Live. Also of note, DJ DD has a weekly thing now at Fayuka Restaurant called Warmin' Up on Thursdays. First Thursday being Valentine's Day, February 14th. Otherwise, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up very shortly as I get everything programmed here onto the glorious CITR World Headquarter Robotic Computer DJ. We're going to dig up a jazz show episode from February 15th, 2016. So expect a little bit of Porgy and Bess with Miles Davis and Gil Evans very soon. So stay tuned on your wintry Monday evening here for music like this. In the background, this is Art Blakey and the Afro Drum Ensemble from 1962's The African Beat. Aiko, Aiko. Welcome, welcome, my darling. Blakey's on drums, timpani, telegraph, drum, and gong. We have Ahmed Abdul-Malik on bass. Youssef Latif. Capital player himself on cowhorn flutes. I think this is him on the tenor sax. Elsewhere on the album, plays Mavira and Oboe. We got Curtis Fuller, Chief Bay, Robert Crowder, James Olafalami, Solomon Giolori, Montego Joe, and Garvin Masso all helping out. Next week on Exploding Hit Movies, we'll do our final Oscar profile before the awards themselves. Tarring into Mark Scheiman's nominated score to the Mary Poppins sequel, Mary Poppins Returns. Also features our final original song nominee. Maybe we'll dig up some music from the original Mary Poppins. Maybe from the recently... Nominated Saving Mr. Banks about how it was made. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But two Sundays from now, February 24th, the 91st Academy Awards will be handed out. So the following Monday, I'll recap the winners and then sort our profile out to what had happened. Yes, Valentine's Day is approaching. Why don't we hear from little Ella Fitzgerald? She sings the Rogers and Hart songbook from 1956, a verb label. Sabiella, my funny Valentine. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver, and hopefully you're better than me and not having Chef Lonely Hearts. Dinner for one, yet again. All right, stay tuned for a rebroadcast 
little quality episode of The Jazz Show. We can listen to the ghost of Gavin Walker. Your mom. 